Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. It's episode 53 and Whitney and I are diving full into pregnancy, like everything pregnancy, guys. Yep, we're splashing headfirst. <laughs> Whitney's um, been drinking today, guys. No, I'm kidding. More like, more like I'm literally in pregnancy brain mode. We're like, I fell asleep during church listening to church. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes so. those pastors' really soothing voices just kind of set you at ease. Oh, gosh, it was bad. But then I told Kristen earlier, I was like, you know, when you're – you can't move. Like, I couldn't open oh. my eyes. I couldn't move. I felt like I was in a coma. It's yes. that deep of pregnancy sleep. Those are the best kinds, and that's when your body needs it. Yeah, it did. So it pregnancy edition, guys. Whitney and I are both pregnant. It's such a cool time um, that we both get to do this. And just on our personal Instagrams, we get a lot of questions about what we're doing in pregnancy and eating and working out and – so we put the feelers out and you guys wanted to hear about it. And you guys sent us so many great questions and things that you want to hear about. So this one's kind of dedicated to all of our listeners and friends of TGL because we're answering questions and it'll yeah. be so fun. Yeah, we've been really focusing the last year. We've been analyzing almost like who who our listener is, who are we talking to? And we really have figured out that you guys are like that 25 to 40 all either having kids or just have had kids or your moms. So we really wanted to to just dedicate an episode to pregnancy completely. So we yeah. hope you like it. And this stage yeah. of life. We're yeah. all in this shit together. <laughs> yes, we really are. But before we dive into all things pregnancy, we cannot forget to do the best segment on TGL. It's yay and nay with Wit and Kay. Oh, shit. All right. Okay, guys. Do so you have a yay? <laughs> I think we should start with our joint nay. Do I know our joint nay? Kristen Cavalieri and Jay Cutler are getting divorced. And I feel sad about it. I'm taking it really hard. (laughs) I love their show, and I think their dynamic was darling, and I feel sad. I'm hoping they'll get back together at some point. I don't understand it. I don't either. We're still at a loss, guys. The news just broke like less than an hour ago. Yeah. We're just still processing it. But it sucks. I it really is sad, honestly. And their dynamic was really cute. I think what the problem is, it's they're one of those sneaky ones where sometimes you can tell. Right. Right. Like they have a show, you can totally tell it's just not gonna like work. Like Jessica Nick Lachey. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um but with them, I had no idea. So I'm really bummed. Yeah. And they have three kids. It just sucks. So we're doing a joint name today. That's our name. Do you have a yay? I do have a yay. Um, my my yay is that I, I'm in Arizona. I drove to Arizona. I had to get out of California. I was just like, we're road tripping. And so we're here and we've been soaking up the sun, just like going to my favorite restaurants of not like sitting down. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing takeout. It's just been so nice. It's just like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I know. I'm so jealous. Yeah. So that's my yay. And I just love love it it. here. Yeah. What's yours? 
My yay is we painted the baby room, baby number two this weekend, and all of our furniture got delivered. Ooh, like, wait, what color did you paint it? So it's like a very, very pale lavender. Like in the sun, you can't even tell that it's purple. And that's kind of how Quinny's room is. Hers is a pink, but sometimes it almost looks white. It's so light. And Adam did not want both girls to have the same color because he wants them to have their own personalities and their own likes and things. (laughs) So I had to find another color. And I'm not big on like bold colors. I applaud you who all are. But so it's just like this very, very, very pale lavender. It's beautiful. Mm, I'm very, I'm I'm sure it's super pretty. Yeah. And then all of our furniture got delivered and... Yeah, it's like this starting to feel. I'm in my third trimester today. Yay! That's huge. I know. Huge. Yeah, it's so, yeah, real. Things are starting to come together. It's re- it's actually happening. I'm starting to realize. So <laughs> it's, ha- it's happening. Yeah, good. It, it's it's good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Only only good times to come, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lands. Okay, uh, guys, let's jump into. TGL's pregnancy edition. I'm so excited for this one. Me too. Okay. I'm literally like, oh my gosh, where do we start? Where do we decide to start? But I think where we should start is probably the one of the top questions that everybody gets who's pregnant is names. Right. All right. So let's chit-chat a little bit about names because it's a process. We're both having girls Mm -hmm. and we both have had girls before. So how is your name? First off, how do you choose your name? And then what's the dynamic like between you and Adam? So, oh God, we have still haven't even picked a name. We've known she's been a girl for 17 weeks or something like that now. Um, We honestly just kind of look for them everywhere. So we are like on every app, baby names, baby.com. There's this new app guys called baby names and it's like Tinder and you and your spouse both download it and then you swipe right and left. And then if you match, then you get noticed that you matched your spouse yeah we're doing it uh, we, because you told me about it. Yeah, we've matched twice okay so um yeah it's not going great to be honest I keep reaching out to the Instagram world to help us out we have two that we really like but even with Quinny we didn't share it no one knew it before she was born it was just kind of like our little secret so we'll probably not yes. tell again this time but we don't have a name to tell as of yet She's one of those. I know. She doesn't share. At least I know the I gender. Share. It's true. Yeah. I don't – yeah. To me, that's so weird. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do like, it I could not do the – I don't have the – So how do you guys decide a name? Well, same thing. We we downloaded that app. But again, this is – I knew. I had Blakely like within a week or two. And we call her Blakely. I wanted to call her Blakely, talk to her. I wanted her baby shower to be everything Blakely. Mm-hmm. So for me – I mean, this time around, I, we're going to have to share. I have verbal diarrhea, okay? I can't not share. Um, honestly, I can't keep it in. It literally hurts my soul. <laughs> so I um, – once we find out, we will. But honestly, we don't have – we don't have anything. Like this is really hard. So I've been asking people too because it has been really hard. I think it's the second baby because now you're comparing a name to a human – where mm. like on your first one, you were still just comparing a name to a baby in your belly that you didn't know. But now I'm like, well, Quinn is the perfect name, you know, but yeah. it's because I have a person to look at when I say it. And now right. you're also saying like Quinn and like I say them together, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. And that's hard. So yeah. Does it flow? Right. Is it flowy? Yeah. I mean, I went as bad to be like, Merry Christmas, love, Adam, Kristen, Quinn, and like, guys, I'm in deep here. (laughs) I'm struggling. Like, what will my Christmas card look like? See, that is totally (laughs) normal. That's so Kristen to a T. Um, That's cute. Um, Anyway, so we're deep in that. I'm sure everyone understands it. If you have any suggestions for us, you can just let us know. (laughs) So we obviously need them. Another question we got asked a bunch is, do I really have to take a prenatal vitamin? And if so, why? My answer to this is I take one because my doctor says so. So Whitney's got the full answer on this one. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, good question. I know it's hard for some people. Some people don't like taking anything and they can't even like understand like what's the need. But obviously we – like having a really healthy diet is the great way to get all your vitamins and it's really – inspiring to think that you can get all your vitamins just from a healthy diet. But it's for most people, that's not going to happen at all. So we, when we take a vitamin, we really, we're ramping it up because we're pregnant. We have another human in us. It's so important. And I think the the big thing that people need to understand when you're taking a, a prenatal, there's tons of stuff in it, but there's two big things, especially that we really need when we're pregnant. The baby, really needs when we're pregnant, you know, as we're, as it's developing. And number one is folic acid. So this is going to help prevent neural tube defects. So spina bifida is something that I'm sure a lot of us have heard. And so folic acid um, can help with that. Actually, just a little side note, and I'll put this for you. The CDC um, says up to 50% of spina bifida cases can be prevented simply by taking um, enough folic acid. So how? I know. I was shocked by that wow. stat. Yeah. That's a big so, stat. That is a big stat. And um, so it's recommended that women um, take 400 micrograms. So, but my big thing, and this is coming from Nurse Whitney, this is my opinion. I'm not your doctor, but I always suggest I'm. we're here to educate you. Um, my big thing is what people don't understand is the difference between folic acid and folate. So for me personally, I have something called MTHFR. It's a genetic mutation. And what's interesting is about 40% of people have it, but they may not know they have it. So what it is, is my body doesn't accept folic acid properly. It has folic acid when we take it in our prenatal. You, It actually has to be converted to this methylated form where our body can then take it up. So if you have this gene, your body literally can't change it. So I always look in every vitamin, multivitamin, prenatal vitamin, I always look for the methylated form um, of folic acid because basically you are then just doing the process for your body, right? right? Like your body can easily take it up. You know you're getting what you need for your baby. Right. So do your research. Talk to your doctor about it if you have questions. Yeah. Um, cause we're obviously not your doctors. Um, let's just put that out there. The other one is iron. So huge for the baby, um, growth and development. Also, it's really important, um, to help prevent anemia, which we're always think about how much blood you need to like have a baby in you, you know, extra. Right. So, um, we really want to make sure we have enough iron. Those are the two big reasons, you know, two big things that you want in your supplement. But again, prenatal so important. I always say, yes, yeah. take it. 
talk to your doctor. I take a gummy one because I can't handle it. Yep. Like I can't handle an actual pill. Yeah. And ask around too, because we also have a best, like one of our best friends that's pregnant. She can't take, they make her sick. And mm-hmm. so she had to get advice on which ones to take. Yeah. So she, again, she struggled. She went back and forth. And same thing. My first pregnancy, I could not, you guys, I was a mess. And so I actually take the Smarty Pants organic one. And it's a great gummy. But because I have MTHFR, I actually supplement with more of the methylated folate too. Yeah. So look around. There are so many options. Most of the time at your first doctor's appointment too, like at least with mine, they give me like five different samples so that you can try them. Some are even covered through insurance. If you go through your insurance, you can get them for free. Like it's super easy to add to your diet, guys, and so important. So yes. The next question we got is how many ultrasounds are we going to have? Yeah. Um, And do you have, right? I took it as like me personally or like everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Go ahead. So I would say in general, like if you have just a standard pregnancy, you're not at high risk, you don't have any weird things happen, you have four. You have your first one when you find out you know, eight-ish weeks, another at 12. You have your anatomy scan anywhere from 18 to 22 weeks. And then you have one right before you deliver. So usually around 36 weeks. Now, Whitney and I both had little different situations. With Quinny, I had a hematoma develop. So I had an ultrasound like every two weeks until it dissolved. So, and I was high risk for hip dysplasia. So we like had to make sure I was she was looking good. Right. Or if you have like um, recently if you have placenta previa, you may have an extra one to check on that. There's just everything changes. So be prepared for at least four and you could have more. Yeah, very good. I like that little Poet. rhyme. Um when can I find out the gender of the baby? The best and biggest question. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. I mean that's like the number one question I received in general, just as I told people I was pregnant. So um, most women find out the gender, obviously, what is it, 18 to 20 weeks at that ultrasound. Um, And I believe Kristen did that on both pregnancies. No, I got it. I got it done early. Where? How did, what? So I just went to like an ultrasound place down, like at, they can go as early as 13 weeks because I told 20 weeks. I couldn't either. So I did it a little bit different. I used a company, um, I'll name drop, even though it's not an ad, Sneak Peek. Um, They're out of La Jolla, so right near me in California. Um, And I found out at what, uh, what was I, 10 weeks? Yeah, 9, 10 weeks. Um, So there's two different ways. You can do DNA or do ultrasound. I will say with the DNA, I wrote a blog post um, about it and it kind of looked like a crime scene even as a nurse I was like <laughs> using like what you use if you're a diabetic to like check your blood sugar right and it was like squeezing guys there was blood everywhere <laughs> my child was like what is happening couldn't get it in the tube so it is a little intense keep in mind though you can do those tests at your doctor's too so for me I could have done a blood test at 10 weeks but it's not covered by my insurance until I'm 35. So that's why we opted not to do the one at the office. So there's all kinds of like DNA and blood companies out there that will do it yes. for you. You just have to research yeah. and they're actually really affordable. Yeah. So. All right. A big one. Can I still exercise during my pregnancy? Yes. Hashtag yes, asterisk. Make sure you ask your doctor because there are some reasons why you can't exercise during pregnancy. But 
if you have a healthy pregnancy, you exercise before, yes. Yes, we do. Yes. I love it. I can't live without it. So I will say, as it, as I personally got bigger, I struggled, like, to do elliptical yeah. or, like, I would cramp. So, yeah, and then I have to modify. So you, I think you yeah. just have to modify as you get bigger. As you have a bump, you can't do certain things that you could do at, you know, 10 weeks or 35. So, yeah, it will change. Light walking. I like to do walking, stretching, yoga, obviously, all bar, all the good stuff. But – um, another big one um, that I know it's, I don't know, a sense, more of a sensitive topic, but we thought we, we touch on it, is how much weight should I gain during pregnancy? Um, and my big thing is, first and foremost, you have to understand your BMI, so your body mass index. So um, if you are considered underweight, so your body mass index, which by the way, guys, just Google BMI on Google and it will come up with like a calculator and you can figure that out for yourself. Um, but if you're underweight, it's 18.5 and under. And when you're underweight um, or just like a thinner person, they say they you want, you know, they want you to gain around 28 to 40 pounds. If you're normal BMI, so 18.5 to 24.9, you're going to gain around 25 to 35. And then if um, if you're considered overweight, so BMI of 25 to 29.9, 15 to 25 pounds is suggested. Then if you're obese, so your BMI is 30 and greater, it's 11 to 20 pounds. Again, your doctor really should be going over this with Mm -hmm. you when you go in. Mm -hmm. It was a topic for me um, in my first pregnancy. I, you know, was really concerned about weight gain. I've been super honest about that. I even struggle now with it. But for me, my first pregnancy, I was not considered – underweight I was considered normal weight so that would have been like hey gain 25 to 35 pounds and I didn't I gained 17 pounds so I really struggled with that but this time going in I was closer to actually the underweight um and so I actually said to my own doctor I was like I think I'm going to try to gain more weight this time which isn't really going to be a problem I don't think (laughs) the second time around but Yeah, I think it's really just knowing where you're at and just being, like, really honest with yourself. Yeah. um, Which can be really hard. Absolutely. And this kind of bleeds into another question that we got about weight gain and pregnancy. And we had a friend, a listener. This is kind of jumping ahead to listener questions more so. But she asked kind of just talk about weight gain and how we're supposed to talk about it, how we talk about it when we – Whitney and I already have daughters – how we talk about it if we have sons, how we address women. So segging, segueing into that, I think just give yourself a little grace. Like this is a crazy process that we're all going through and our bodies are changing so much and our hormones are changing so much that that would be my first thing when we talk about waking is like, give yourself grace, like give yourself grace if you're not gaining enough and give yourself grace if you're gaining quicker than you thought. And what I have learned is through pregnancy, you gain weight in quicker spurts. So like I didn't gain any weight in my first trimester. I think I gained three pounds because I just couldn't eat anything. And then my second trimester, I I was actually shocked, like called Adam because I was so like mortified. But then I looked ahead to Quinn or I looked back at Quinn's pregnancy. And in my third trimester, I only gained four pounds. So like, just keep that in mind. Like as you move through weight changes and shifts and you gain more here and you gain less there. Like it's hard because 
your body is changing, but I think just to be like aware and give yourself grace as you move through this. No. And I think that's obviously we need to do more of that. And when I, I love that you say that because that's just so you. And I kind of go the whole, (laughs) I go, for me, it's personally like a fake it till you make it scenario for me around my child. Yeah. So um, it's very real, very personal for me. This is waking is very hard for me. And this this pregnancy has um, – I don't know. It's been harder for me. It has been harder in, in different ways. But for me, it's a fake it till you make it. So I may not enjoy gaining weight. It's definitely a challenging part for me. But my daughter associates weight gain, like associates my belly getting bigger with my baby, with the baby growing right. and with the baby like going to come. So – you know, she's constantly waiting and watching my stomach and being like, oh, you know, it's getting bigger. And um, so for me personally, when she does that, I, you know, I fake it. I'm like, it is, you know, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I never with her, though, mention not being able to eat a food. Right. So that was part of the listener question. Um, how do you talk about food? Mm-hmm. Or um, for me – I never bring food up. I constantly show her um, that what I'm trying to do is do it in a healthy way. So we juice celery. We make a shake in the morning. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I will never, ever be like, I can't have that because of, you know, a reason. Yeah. Um, and I think that's again, so important, no, it, the way we talk about food. Like, yeah, good versus bad. Because then we're instantly putting a label on it before we're even putting it in our mouth or in our body. And mm-hmm. we're already creating yeah. a mental state around it. And same with right. weight. Like some women are just going to gain more weight in pregnancy. And they may be the women that lose it within the first two months, you know. And I think just accepting like how we talk about other women too. And, you know, like pregnancy is beautiful and that's what it is. And like accepting that. Because we all, she got asked, like, how should we talk about other mamas? And I think just, like, pregnancy is beautiful for everyone. And that's what, like, I always, I hope Quinn always knows is that it will end, you know? Like, yeah. And I try to keep that in my own head. Like, I lost the weight after (laughs) Quinn, you know? Like, and I'll do it again. And so I try to remind myself of that, too, when I talk about it around Quinny. Yes. No, it's perfect. Segwaying into what, like eating, what has been some of your pregnancy cravings? That was a question. Cold fruit. Cold fruit? Cold. It has to be. I have a bowl in my fridge of like kiwis, plums, grapefruit, apples, canned oh. pineapple. Ooh. Like it's literally making my mouth water. Like I think it's just because it's like juicy and cold. Yeah. I literally like huh. could eat it all day. It like is mine's like polar opposite. <laughs> and then don't be wrong, I love like a good I'm a sweet person in general and in pregnancy that even like Yeah. No, mine hard boiled eggs. Oh god. <laughs> hard boiled eggs and like egg salad. <gasps> so, yep. And um then in general salads. So like I've been craving making like my own salad. Um but yeah, so but the hard part with me, my cravings, like, it's just interesting. I am so – it's so different. Like, with Blakely, kind of like what you were saying, I could not eat a lot at all. I was sick all the time. But now, 
what happens is like I I'm sick, but it happens at night. And I know that if I eat yeah. some food, like so at night is like when I'm having to eat. So I, you know, I feel like I don't know. My cravings, it's not even like a craving. I don't know how it's like I'm trying to save myself right. from barfing. Totally. <laughs> totally. So yeah. And I think that's just body's been so just interesting. Telling us like Sure, it's not maybe necessarily what you would do when you're not pregnant is eat at eight o'clock at night to prep you to go to bed. But like yeah. our bodies know what we need and we have to listen to that and trust that right now. You know, like, oh, yeah, there's a reason that you it makes you feel better, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, OK, this is interesting. And I really I was like, I don't really have an answer, but I'll come up with something. <laughs> what is the first piece of advice that you would give an expecting mom? I know. That's a tough one. It is because there's so much. Like for me, so much. Mine was listen to who you trust. And that was a piece of advice I got from a girlfriend is you're going to get advice from literally everyone in the world. Like you're going to get advice from the lady at the grocery store. You're going to get advice from your doctors. You're going to get advice from your mother-in-law. Like Take all of that with a grain of salt and say thank you and walk away. But then listen to the people that you trust. Like listen to your doctor, listen to your best friends, listen to your mom, you know, like because it gets overwhelming. I remember feeling really overwhelmed because everyone all the time was like, do this and try this and maybe you should try this. And I just was like, I had too many voices, you know? Yeah. So listen to who you no, trust. I like that. I I would go, I guess mine would be almost a step like farther and say almost like listen listen to your gut instinct Mm -hmm. because for me I had a lot of those scenarios happen where I got shamed for not breastfeeding when my kid like after she was lactose intolerant and it was like a whole thing and I just knew I was like I'm not gonna stress myself it's like this is what my kid needs and I just had to listen to my gut. Or, for example, I my kid was so weak and frail due to that and um, was not feeling well where our best friend was getting married and I was gonna, about to have to fly across the country. And I had to make the toughest decision of my life and literally miss my best friend's wedding. Now, my child ended up in the hospital a couple days later, so it was a good decision. But, like, you have – to listen to your your heart and your gut as a mom and just almost be like, screw you. Like, I just have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. We got asked about our birth plan. Do you have a birth plan, Kristen? My plan is to birth the child vaginally first and then however the baby needs to come out second. That is – There you okay. go. <laughs> Mine is – I will be prepped and ready to go for a C-section, and that kid will pop on out of me. That is my birth plan. That is another piece of advice. You can't really plan for things to pop out of you. So do the best you can. With C-sections, you can. Yeah, it it was. Yeah, mine is very planned and prepped and organized. But yeah, not vaginal. I don't even know what that's like. We'll have a full podcast on that. Yeah. We'll have a full We're going to have a full yeah, C-sections. Versus vaginal deliveries. How about that? <laughs> that could get real interesting. It could get so good, though. <laughs> <laughs> so many good, juicy details, you guys. We should, though, because I did placenta pills. Like, I had a lady, we call her Placenta Pam. And those placenta pills were the best thing I've ever done in my life. So 
We're going to do a, a post and birth delivery. Episode. The placenta is one of the best moments of your life. <laughs> See, I need to know. Like, I need to know this. See, we got to do it. Maybe next week. Okay. <laughs> Making notes. Okay. We got a listener question. Let's jump into our listener questions. Deal. Do you have any other ones that you want to answer before that? No, no. Mm-mm, no. Go ahead. No and no. no. And okay. <laughs> so this is from a girl I went to college with. Hi, Katie. We won't call you out last name and your name's generic enough. She wanted to know what's in what to pack in a hospital bag. So Whitney and I picked three of our favorite things. Yes, I I think Kristen is definitely more prepared. I honestly tried to remember what was in my pre- like my bag before, and I wasn't that like cute blogger that was like, "Okay, guys, here's my pregnancy <laughs> bag." I was like, oh. "I definitely." So did. I think I had. <laughs> yeah, Kristen totally did. Um, I totally I realized you guys I winged a lot of things. Hey. So, um, I'll do a blog post this time. Hey girl. <laughs> Okay. Um, Okay. So I had my favorite blanket um, with me, obviously. And that was number one. Um, It's like one of the barefoot ones. So it's just really cozy. And um, compression socks. This is huge. Um, I love a good compression stocking. Um, I really do. (laughs) I wore them as a nurse. Okay. So anyways – um, compression so- socks are huge and we can link, we're going to link all of our favorite items for you guys. Cause I totally am having pregnancy brain right now and I can't remember the name. <laughs> um, but also then the other one for me, I had a C-section. So you have to have the right undies. So, um, for me personally, I ended up, there are a couple hatch has, um, some higher waisted ones that you can get that are really nice. They're more expensive. If you don't want to go the expensive route, do Hanes. They have these soothing seamless ones like the briefs. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so those are really key. Obviously you guys know the whole like panty scenario, the diaper, you feel like you're like, (laughs) so panties are huge. So, okay. What are yours? So I really wanted to bring like cute slippers. I'm really glad I didn't. I brought flip flops because there's some things that just naturally exude from your body post. And I'm really glad I had a pair of flip flops that I could like get in the shower with, um, toiletries after like 24 hours, I was able to take a shower and I took like a 35 minute shower at the hospital. Like I probably was the only one that ever did that. I don't know. Did you do that? (laughs) No, I was like quick in and out because I had a C-section scar. So it was oh. like weird. It's different. Yeah. Because it's kind of the first time that like there's a lot going on down there that you can just stand and like, yeah. So I took like, like a full bath. Water on your vagina. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're like, hello, run over it. <laughs> and then I'm trying to think what else. Well, my top three. Okay. This kind of goes to, no, that's delivery. I had a cute outfit for Quinny because we took photos. I'll leave it there. Because one of my other hospital bag questions is purely delivery related. Oh, is it? Are we going to get into that? Yeah, we're going to get into that. I feel like that should be on our delivery podcast. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. I won't won't get into like the really nitty gritty thing you – No, not yet. I just thought of. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. This one's for you. Um, Alyssa asked, pregnancy leggings and dresses. I honestly didn't change anything of how I wore last pregnancy. Like, I don't know. This is not me. This is you. Um, so leggings, I wear the Lululemon high-rise Align leggings. 
and I buy them. My best friend bought these for me like three years ago and she bought them for me in my size. And in pregnancy, I bought them a size up, which was genius because they'll start to, I'm, I get pretty big bump. And then when I'm full, huge bump, the Isabel and Ingrid from Target line, like the cheap ones, don't buy the big ones because you only wear them for a little bit, but they have a full belly. Like I like things that go over my belly. I don't like to wear them when they sit under because I feel like I have like my belly hanging over pants. Yeah. So the Ingrid and Isabel's are full belly. And then for dresses, guys, just shop at Target. Like here's my advice on clothes. I was not one that needed to like look cute all the time. So I had like 10 dresses I bought at Target and I didn't necessarily buy maternity. I would maybe buy like a size up and I wore them just like in a rotation because, and then the second you have the baby, I stopped wearing them because I was like, those are my pregnancy dresses. So there's no need to go spend like millions and millions of dollars on pregnancy clothes. Like maxi dresses in the summer are awesome for bumps. Mm. I'm really glad to be pregnant going into the summer. Yeah. And Target just, yeah, they come out with like a new, some kind of dress like every three days. So like you can always find just like, yeah, and they get stretched out and you wear them a lot and then you don't feel as bad. So that's my advice. I like that. Um, okay. This listener says, um, sex and pregnancy. I have no drive and plus I'm nervous to bleed. What are your thoughts? So the truth is, I mean, hormone levels shift a lot during the first, second, and third. Like, I mean, they're always shifting. You're going to have mood swings. <laughs> You're, for me, like lots of nausea. <laughs> And it, I mean, let's, it totally messes with your libido, right? Like, I'm like, oh, don't Mm -hmm. get near me. Um, But I think the big thing, like, is for me is you really have to be 100% honest with your partner. That's, like, where it starts for me is, like, hey, I'm not really feeling it right now. But, like, if I start feeling it, you need to feel it. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you want it. You got to get it on my terms. Right. And that's honestly just kind of where it where it falls for bleeding. I think we're on the both on both on the same page. Like if you're nervous, um, let's say I, I like to always do like maybe you haven't bled. So I would say start slow and like lube is great, whatever, try it. But if you bleed, stop to call your doctor. You know, always call your doctor if you have questions about it. So for me, I have no sex drive during my first trimester. Literally none. I like can't eat, can't sleep. Second trimester, like I actually have a libido, which is weird. Like, I know that's kind of weird. And like, I don't mind it. And so I think just communicating that because let's be clear, our partners can't read our minds, even though we think they should be able to at this point in our lives, but they can't. So just be honest. And it makes it so much easier. And then there's no like miscommunication with people. No, definitely. For me, my, it's so funny. Like I said, this this pregnancy is literally like my first one because I didn't have my husband around. Like I didn't have sex for like seven months the first pregnancy because he was, to, he was yeah. gone. Yeah. So this pregnancy, honestly, like nothing has really changed for me besides the fact of like at night I'm sick. Right. So I think like time of day has changed <laughs> when we're going to get down. But like I just – it's yeah, it all is just so dependent. You just have to be like super honest about it. But you're not going to hurt the baby. He's not going to stab it. No. Like, you know, all those, no. like those movies where they'd be like, you're stabbing the baby. And I'm like, that's right. Probably- yeah. Like, no, 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 there's a lot going on. There's a lot of protection. But yeah, there. if you're ever concerned, I would ask your doctor because they will check like cervix length and things like that and blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah. Cool. Good question. That is a good question. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have one. I remember that I didn't answer. 
constipation in pregnant. Oh, yeah. So got this with Quinn. Haven't gotten it yet. I'm going to literally knock on wood while we sit here. Constipation in pregnancy freaking sucks, guys. It sucks. Yeah. For me, all I needed to do was take Calm, the powdered magnesium, and it, like, totally cleared me up. Wit, did you have to take anything? Uh, first pregnancy. First pregnancy, it was like, guys, I almost vasovagaled on the toilet. If you don't know what that is, don't look it up. <laughs> Pretty sure it's what Elvis died of. No. I, dude, I was like, what's happening? So you're welcome. I had to call my doctor and I was on something called Chris is sweating. I was she's so uncomfortable right now. I love it. See, I'm again verbal diarrhea. That was so funny. I love it. Okay. Talking about constipation, okay. but verbal diarrhea. So back to it. I, I didn't go magnesium way. I actually took colase. So I took colase most of my pregnancy, which really helped. But this time around, what I've been doing is different. So I'm juicing a lot. So a lot of celery, a lot of um, like a green smoothie every day. And like I said, though, I'm eating a lot of salads. I think that's really yeah. helped. But it's not abnormal. Mm. Your hormones, it, progesterone especially, is really slowing. It slows. It's a sl- yeah. whatever, like smooth muscle. I believe it slows that down. So when you have tons of progesterone to keep the baby, you're yeah. going to have slow, you know, slow GI yeah. issues. So it's not abnormal. And be aware that it may cause or turn into hemorrhoids, which is also very normal in pregnancy and in postpartum. So things are changing, guys. And life is changing. Yeah. And things look different down there. And that's okay. Because honestly, for me, everything goes back. Like it, yeah. it really did go back to normal. Same. Like, yeah. But it's so hard to like. It's so hard to be <laughs> in there now. and think that it ever will. But it does. And you will feel like yourself yeah. again. And your constipation will go away. And your hemorrhoids will go away. And things will happen. And it's okay. So yeah, we're just here to remind definitely. you that. No shit does happen. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um what let's see oh top skincare products that we're using during pregnancy the best of Mm. yeah so i guess i'm jumping into that go ahead i didn't write this down i actually had to go to my dermatologist for it in my first trimester because my skin got so bad which with quinn it didn't at all it didn't really change anything so i'm on um it's like a glycolic acid cleanser that i'm using i couldn't even tell you the brand i'll link it pregnancy brain but i actually had to go to my derm because it was I couldn't clear my own skin. No, it happens. So it definitely happens that hormonal shift. And I haven't, I haven't had that. um, I think I had a little bit more of Blakely, but not this pregnancy. So a couple of my favorite ones, I love juice products. The juice hydrating mist has like rose hip and grapeseed oil. So super refreshing. Love that one. And then I don't know how, I'm not sure it's NIU, new body. I don't know. Yeah, is that how you say so. it? But they're facial serum. Mm. So again, I'm always looking for like really clean. This is a super clean serum, really hydrating. It has like um, – it's 100% plant-derived. And so I'm loving that right now. And then um, I, with my first pregnancy, got a lot of hyperpigmentation. And you have to be really careful, mm. obviously, with hyperpigmentation during pregnancy. But um, I got confirmation I can use um, drunk elephants vitamin C. Right. So – yeah, so that's again. I'm not using that every day, but yeah. that's another product I love. What's your best so. of for uh, stretch marks? Okay, so for stretch marks, okay, I don't know. I don't think you really have stretch marks, mm-hmm. but I use. Yeah. I think that's genetic too. But yeah, I use bio oil. That's what I use. Just 
I used that my first pregnancy and the smell I can't do it this really? pregnancy I love it <laughs> I was like I can't it was so bad my first pregnancy um I genetically my mom doesn't have any my sister doesn't have any I grew so fast um that I actually have some not bad I have like four on one hip four on the other little hip and then I have like two on each side of like my sides so I'm worried though that this time I'm going to stretch more and grow, you know, the slower you can expand, the easier it is on that skin. So I'm staying hydrated, number one, lots of water. Number two, I'm using two different oils. Hatch has um, belly oil. That is really nice. It's a roller. So I'm like, I like roll it all on myself. So that's nice. They also have a really nice like nipple and lip cream. Yep. Nipple and actual lip cream. But I was going to say, keep in mind, um, boobs get big too. So when you're putting yes. on your oil, put it all over, guys. Lube the boobs. On your back too, on your tummy, boobs. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, and that's one I actually sometimes forget. But yes. The next one is um, Japanese, this body oil. Um, oh my gosh, this is a pregnancy brain fart, Kristen. Guys, this is real I'm life. Like brain farting the name. <laughs> it's real life. Um, Elemis. Oh, oh my I gosh, love Elemis. Stuff. Victoria Beckham, way back in the day, huge Spice Girl fan, huge Victoria Beckham fan, can't handle it. Um, she uses this and like swore by it. So this pregnancy, it is more expensive, but I have been using that and lathering it all over. Um, so again, love those two. But just keep in mind, if you do get stretch marks, Post baby, there are lots of different options, different lasers, different treatments you can do um, to help just minimize. And as Chrissy Teigen so, says, they're basically like your lion, your tiger stripes. They're like, yeah, you did it. You birthed a freaking human. So yeah, don't so feel too just kind bad of no. I be all uh, no. part yeah, of it. I don't even think about it. Someone so. asked us for a pregnancy pillow. Um, I last pregnancy used a pregnancy pillow. This pregnancy, I freaking hate it. I gave it away to Goodwill last week. Wow. And that was probably a pregnancy mood swing, but I just use, maybe it's because I'm not as big this pregnancy yet, but I just use a small blanket, like literally one of Quinny's blankets. And I use that when I'm on my side just to put under my tummy and it helps relieve some of that. Because the pregnancy pillow, it's to go between your legs and to go under your belly to give you some support. So you're not just like yeah. hanging. So yeah. I just use a blanket between my legs and between my belly and under my belly. So that's my advice yeah, the pillow. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I again being six one, I didn't my belly, I didn't pop very much. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I think this time around I will. But um yeah, I'll let you know later down the road if I need one. So I think that's it. I think that was all of our questions. It was a lot, guys. You showed up for us. So thanks for asking everything you wanted us to chat about. Yeah, we definitely are going to do a post, post-pregnancy. post We have to because we had two different – Kristen is a vaginal delivery and I'm a C-section. So I think it will be really fun to chat about that, get questions. Um, I know a lot of people can be scared doing both types. Mm-hmm. So, And then last thing, if you are someone that's struggling with pregnancy, I hope you know that we are always here to be a piece of support for you. So – you both know Whitney and I, like we've both had miscarriages. We've both worked to get pregnant and gotten pregnant. Whitney shared her journey on her Instagram and all of that. So 
We are here for you. If you are one of those people that's struggling to get pregnant or just needs a little word of encouragement, we hope we can be that place for you guys. Yeah. Don't give up. Get the right team around you. That's what I have to say. So, And we're praying for you all the time too. Always. And please remember this episode is solely informational. It's a lot of our opinions. Um, If you guys have questions, ask your doctors. If you have questions, you could write us and we're going to probably send you to a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) But again, we're not your doctor. So make sure you're getting your advice there. Um, But we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week. 